the best standard breads you can buy. At the Nutrien Egg One Standard Bread Yearling Sale. Be in Melbourne, Sunday, April 3rd at Inglis Oaklands Junction. Over 140 lots featuring over 70 yearlings by outstanding pacing sires, including 11 by Art Major, 5 by Better's Delight, 5 by Always Be Mickey, and 8 by American Ideal. Nutrien Equine, presenting Australia's best standard breads. See the Melbourne catalogue now at nutrientequine.com.au. Be part of the Nutrien Experience. The mile rate for the Nutrien Equine Standard Bread Yearling Sale. Oakland's Junction, Melbourne on April 3. See the catalogue at nutrienequine.com.au. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the uh, Mile Rate. Yes, and uh, great to have uh, Nutrien as uh, as our sponsors as well. A, a big uh, couple of weeks coming up from Nutrien Equine with the the sales, the big sales day uh, on Sunday week. And uh, Rob Orber joins me this morning. Uh, firstly, good morning to you, Rob. Uh, I want to say how has uh, your weekend been? But there is a connection there with Nutrien Equine because uh, we were able to see. What a, an outstanding lineup! A draft from Ben Studd for uh, for yearlings uh, that are going to the Nutrient Equine Sale, and also from Duncan McPherson's Elder Baron Lodge yesterday. What an impressive bunch of young horses heading to that sale! Yeah, very good morning, Danny. It's been a uh, pretty full-on uh, weekend, that's for sure. Uh, we're at uh, Echuca on Friday night as part of the Victorian Harness Racing Club. Uh, Weekend getaway, and we enjoyed a fantastic night's racing uh, Friday night at the Tuker. And then we went off to the two stud farms uh, yesterday, uh, having uh, visited Ben's stud and also Elderbarren Park. And uh, look, certainly for, for those people in the market of uh, purchasing some harness racing uh, paces and trotters, uh, we, we can't recommend uh, any more to uh, the quality of horses that both of these stud farms are presenting at these sales next week and uh, well known to each of those uh, stud farms as the other breeders because it will certainly be uh, a very high quality lot and the way our industry is going and the, the impressive results and times that each of our horses are racing. We saw it last night again with I'm Ready Jet. She's an absolute superstar and there's a lot to look forward to uh, moving forward in the years to come. And of course, Demon Delight won that Echuca Pacing Cup on Friday night. That was his second cup win uh, within the week, within five days after leading to win the Charlton Cup on the Sunday, which is a great effort for a horse who's had his troubles over the years. Yeah, it was a great result for uh, Pam and Russell Hockham and uh, Emma Stewart, who presented the horse uh, at the Echuca Cup meeting. It was sort of a situation where it was able to find the front. There wasn't a lot of uh, pressure few horses like, like a wildfire who's probably best noted to be driven with a sit was sort of forced to race without cover to try to make something happen in the race but Demon Delight just had too much of a softer run through too good at the finish and yeah great result for a horse as you mentioned that's had so many issues over the years and to be able to come back and, and win two country cups has been a, a real credit to Emma Stewart and the team. 11 races last night at Tabcorp Park Melton. The feature event carried Group 1 status. It was a $50,000 race, but a really good lineup of trotting mares. It was the Tab Something About Maori, Trotters Free For All, and I'm Ready Jet was a short price favourite. 
And then Silver Powell running on. Third quarter, 28.3. And it's I'm Ready Jet. She takes the lead now. The Superstar Mare gets a neck on Vacation Hill. Aldebaran Crescent's under pressure. Silver Powell goes into fourth place. Illawong Stardust coming from a mile back. But I'm Ready Jet shoots to the lead at the 150. Aldebaran Crescent to the outside trying hard. It's I'm Ready Jet in front. Aldebaran Crescent in second placing. Silver Powell lead on the inside. But the Star Mare, the Superstar Mare of Australian trotting. I'm Ready Jet wins the tap. Something about Maori Group 1 by four metres. A photo second, either Silver Power, a great run from the Kiwi Mayor, or on the outside, Alder Baron Crescent. Yeah, g'day guys, how are we? Um, she's terrific, yeah, she's uh, she's something else. She's She still did that in, in second gear up the straight. She sort of needed something to race her, so um, was pretty confident a long way out just how well she was travelling, and, and Kate had done a little bit of work, so she wasn't walking in front. She was just bowling along in a good enough click, so um, yeah, we ran a bit of time. I'm ready, Jet, there, dominant. Uh, Rob, we saw a previous run. She really toiled it. It was a, sort of an ugly win the start before, but the important part about that, it was a win, and she just knows how to do it. She, in the run last night, she looked like she had them covered uh, a fair way out. I was a little concerned she might have been coming towards the end of her prep, but made light of that because uh, it, it was a dominant win, very easy win, something you'd expect of a of a superstar uh, uh, trotter there. Luke Humphreys doing the calling at Tabcourt Park Melton last night. His first Group 1. Not I'm Ready Jet's first Group 1, and I don't think it's the last either. No, look, she's a pretty special trotter. There's no doubt about that. Uh, that was her 19th win uh, from 40 starts. She's taken her prize money to over 400000 now, and uh, well done to uh, Yabby Dam Farms, who, of course, will be uh, presenting a a lot of uh, horses at the sales next uh, Sunday. Uh, they do an amazing job with their breeding lines. And Anton Galino putting the final polish on on Ready Jet and Jason Lee as a winning driver. They've got a great combination. They've got a very special horse. She just proved too good. She went a mile rate of 159.1, 30.2, 29.5, 28.3, and 30.2 over the uh, 2,760 metre trip. Elder Crescent. Uh, ran it hard out. This uh, was just not no match to I'm Ready Jet. Loved the run in Silver Power. Obviously, haven't seen much of this horse, but it was very good performance uh, coming across from New Zealand. So Jack McKinnon's obviously got a nice trotter here that they're going to have a lot of fun with. And Vacation Hill uh, finishing fourth about 12 metres away. But it was all about I'm Ready Jet. I think the eye-catching run outside of that was certainly Silver Power, having uh, seen this horse for the first time here. Rob, we'll go back to race number five. It was the first leg of the quaddy. It was an open race, though. Arco, who'd put up such a big run at her previous start, ran the favourite uh, at the $4 mark. But it was She's a Hovercraft and uh, Karen Manning. Retail hit the lead, but a long way from home. Three metres, Madame Reactor. Out wide speed dating. Arco's winding up. AJ Breezy rose down the middle, but Praytel got first run. A wall's coming. A speed dating Arco. AJ Breezy rose down the outside. She's a hovercraft flashing up the pegs. She's a hovercraft flew through, and she's a hovercraft beats Praytel a nose. Five metres away, speed dating third, fourth. When the, when the um, leader stopped before the turn, so... Uh, I was just hoping and hoping and got there in the end, but I want you to say that thing. I like it when you say it. So, Kirsten, as you ask the question, this is the world's winningest horsewoman of all time, <laughs> of every code, by the way, and her name's Karen Manning. I'll let you go. Karen, she's obviously got such a sensational turn of foot, so even though you were getting a little bit worried, you must have had a little bit of confidence too in knowing what she had and just the fact too that maybe Praytel had hit the lead a little bit too soon. 
Yeah, it, it sort of went clear, but it, it did want to go to the line, pray tell, and it was hanging in and, and not really getting away. So I couldn't see anything out wide swooping, which is a bit of a worry when you're locked up on the fence there. So I was quite confident still that if she could get get going, um, as soon as the sprint lane came up, she would uh, yeah, go pretty close still. But The mile rate for the Nutrien Equine Standard Bread Yearling Sale. Oakland's Junction, Melbourne on April 3. See the catalogue at nutrienequine.com.au Karen Manning, the winning driver, and uh, she's a hovercraft trained by Sonia Smith taking out the fifth event, Rob. Yeah, it's good to see uh, all the girls there getting back into the winners list. She's a hovercraft who's been uh, facing really well. She's uh, one of those horses that probably just lacks that little bit of high dash and times gets left behind. And Karen did a fantastic job to get her behind the leader last night. And she was in a good spot behind uh, Madame React. And as uh, we heard from Keza, she just needed that sprint lane to come up. And it was good to see her finishing off the race really strongly. Sonia Smith. Uh, who, as we know, does a fantastic job. So it was an all-girls team taking out that last uh, race last night. Mile rate of 154 27-9, 29-5, and 29-5 the last quarter. And uh, she got home by half-head, defeating Prey Tell, who I thought was a terrific run after doing some work and just gets that habit of maybe wanting to switch off a little bit when she finds the lead. She's still... Uh, you know, still work, working through her trade, but she's a very nice uh, horse, uh, pray tell. Speed dating third, Rosarito Miss fourth, AG Breezy Rose came from a long way back. Arco, out three wide, had to do a bit of work, probably didn't finish it off as strong, but, you know, again, they've won 58 last half off the track, never easy over the short course, and uh, Rick Cashman's dancing with Flo made an error at the start and uh, ruined her chances, and she was in the market last night, but... Uh, she's a hovercraft as a winner, a much-deserved winner, and well done to Sonia and Kellen uh, in combining uh, to take out uh, race five last night. And the sixth event, Julie Douglas uh, prepared, and uh, Jack uh, Law had the drive on Aussie Playboy taking up the big screen company pace race six. And on the inside was Bracken Reed, the third quarter, 27.7. Can't top this shot to the lead, so Almazi can do no more. Mr. Fortunia gets the run. Aussie Playboy's out in the clear. One too many's flashing nearest to us. Can't top this in front. Aussie Playboy grabs him, though. Aussie Playboy's had the run of the race, and he won the race. Aussie Playboy, a metre and a half out wide. One too many gets second ahead in front of Can't top this fourth, Mr. Fortunia. Uh, his, his last few runs down here have actually been uh, pretty good and he, you know, seems like he's sort of on the improve from his three-year-old season, which, you know, he had no, not much luck, but he was doing a lot of things wrong himself as well. So um, he's putting it all together now and, you know, he's running some, some nice races and uh, I think he'd be the sort of horse that um, Mary can bring down here every week and, uh, you know, he's just, he's just an honest little horse now and, and likes those quiet runs uh, along the fence especially. And he got that run last night from uh, Barrier 1. That was uh, the voice of a winning driver, Jack Law, there. Yeah, the talented Jack Law is a lovely uh, drive on Aussie Playboy. And, yeah, look, good to see him racing uh, well, Aussie Playboy. He's always been a horse that's uh, promised to, to have, you know, a bit better ability than sometimes uh, he's produced. He's uh, been a bit of a, you know, teaser at times. But, look, last night, and as Jack, we heard from the interview, his last few runs, he's really showing that he's... Uh, matured a bit and he's starting to really savage the line and it was a good effort last night he sat behind the leader enjoyed a good trip and it was a good quality field jack was able to come off uh, the the inside and pull him to the outside to finish over the top of him and uh, he got home a 159 one mile rate 32 9 29 1 27 8 and 28 5 home 
Uh, one too many ran on really well from uh, back in the field. Good effort. Can't top this. Nice horse. Made a move uh, upside outside him and, and just got run down. But a very good effort there. Mr. Fortuna wasn't far away behind him. Uh, we had uh, you know, Monsieur Delacour show good gate speed at the start and Soho Almazi, who was able to kick through and lead, was probably the disappointing runner. It uh, dropped out and uh, finished at the tail of the field. But he's obviously uh, had some issues with uh, Soho Almazi. We, we saw him uh, obviously start his career off in amazing fashion and recorded quite a few wins, but he's uh, had a few gaps in between his, uh, his race starts. But uh, last night, obviously, very disappointing for the stable. But uh, well done to Aussie Playboy. Certainly, one too many and can't top this. You've got to keep following those horses. They're nice horses, and I'll keep winning races. And uh, Sohel uh, Amazi, she did start the favourite. $2.80 she ran. She finished right out the back. And um, endoscopic exam took place. There's a follow-up report so uh, to see how she uh, recovers because clearly was well below where her even average is at, let alone her best. Race number seven, horse uh, we've heard a lot of. Um, finally got one on the board in Australia in Chinese Whisper. Here's Chinese Whisper after nephew of Sunoco. Scullywag Sam trying to follow up the stalemate. Majestical Bell under pressure. Iron Pegasus awaits the sprint lane with Namoska. Kuhalan can't go on, but Chinese Whisper shot to the front at the 150. Raced away from Iron Pegasus who gets the run. Nephew of Sunoco running on Scullywag Sam, but we've seen the real Chinese Whisper tonight. And the Whisper is he's pretty good. One by seven metres. Second Iron Pegasus and nick away Scullywag Sam third... Um, you know that is that's worth getting stepping in the right direction and um, you know like I said I um, I feel like he's you know a bit of a majestuoso at 2.0 and um, he goes to go too quick and charge sometimes but he didn't do that tonight so um, I'm hoping and funnily enough he's still really quite big he's actually at home he doesn't get on the bit and he doesn't track work great and so um, you know I was a bit surprised last week he ran his last time on 55 because work wise he just you know he doesn't really do it so he's got the ability and that's the main thing the mile rate for the Nutrien Equine Standard Bread Yearling Sale. Oakland's Junction, Melbourne on April 3. See the catalogue at nutrienequine.com.au. Kate Kath there with Chinese Whisper. Backable favourite, considering he was about a dollar oh four when he had his first up run in Australia. Two dollar twenty favourite last night, but he, uh, last night, but uh, he showed what he's all about. He's pretty smart and he's certainly very fast. Yeah, look, he's um, a very, very talented trotter. There, there's no question about his ability. He, he showed that last night and obviously even the start before, even though um, he got a fair way back. But he can really reel off some pretty quick sectionals. He's got a terrific spin on him and the speed that he possesses is quite uh, quite exciting. He returned a mile rate of 158.8 last night to win. Uh, 28-7, 32-1, 29-3, and home in 30.2. He won pretty easily at the finish. He won by 8.2 metres. Defeating Iron Pegasus, who um, ran well, uh, sat behind the leader and um, and then uh, worked to the front and then uh, did a really good job in, in battling on the back of Nephew of Sunoco. Skellywag Sam, uh, good effort third. Nephew of Sunoco tried to lead throughout and uh, was just run down, but uh, certainly uh, going well. And the, the eye-catching one was my used to be. He's been going well. I know you've been talking about this uh, trotter for a little while, Danny. Uh, he, he's going well, this horse, and he will win one very, very soon. So if you are looking to follow one, certainly follow my used to be. The Chinese whisper, good to see him back in the uh, the list uh, of uh, classy trotters. Andy and Kate, they've got another good one, and uh, they've just got to keep him going for Norm Jenkins, and he'll continue to win some big races.
Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, well, that's the look at our replay races. But, Rob, we go back to the first event on the program. It was the Dina Logistics to kick things off. And it was a, a mare that you bred, delightful Mia, uh, got her opportunity. And uh, actually, she took it, grasped it in style and won easily. Yeah, look, she got into the right uh, division, didn't she, last night? And well done to Tara McNamara. That's Tara's first uh, winner as a trainer. And, uh, look, she's done a fantastic job in looking after delightful Mia and really happy for her and, um, obviously, her husband, Jack. And uh, she did it in great style last night. She burnt the gate, found the top, never looked in doubt, and came away for a very impressive win, winning by 11 metres, defeating Outback Shadow, who's going well for Michelle White. Had to do some work in the chasing, uh, but couldn't run down delightful Mia. Lara J. McRae ran on from back in the field. Safety Island Argby Hardy into that fourth and fifth spot. They went 154.7, 29.8, 30.2, and she sizzled off some uh, really quick sectional times, 27.5 and 28.1. And uh, well done to Tara McNamara and James Herberton winning with delightful Mia. Race uh, two from Milton last night, and it was won by Curly James. It was one of the shorter price favourites for the night, and first thing of a driving double for Nathan Jack. Yeah, look, good performance. Uh, came across to, to lead and uh, did a good job. He's a nice horse, uh, Curly James. He's by a rock and roll dance and uh, out of the sun beat somewhere, Mare, and uh, he looks to have a really good future. He uh, keep, keeps impressing me, and he did a good job last night. Mile rate of 157.6. 30.731, came home in 28.7. He sizzled home 26.9 last quarter to defeat Chapello Beach, who enjoyed a good trip on its back. Captain Confetti was close up in behind him. Julius Shadow, who uh, we saw win so impressively last week, good effort, had to do some work last night and very difficult to run those times and run down the leaders, but he certainly battled on really strongly. I know Pumpkin wasn't too far away into fifth placing, but... Look, uh, Curly Jones, he's, uh, he's going well, and uh, Casey Kent uh, and Nathan Jack combining last night, and I think uh, he'll be winning lots more races moving forward. Race three was a blowout result. Classy Spirit, who actually has returned from a spell in pretty good order, she went around as the rank outsider of the field, Rob, at $71 uh, to win narrowly over Golden Sunset. Yeah, not sure how it went around those odds, uh, Danny. I must admit, I uh, you know we obviously had our function last night that we hosted at uh, the Rich River Golf Club, and we had the big screen going, and we were watching uh, watching races from Nelson. And I was a little bit shocked to see uh, what price it uh, actually paid when it won. Uh, she's been going okay. I mean, Lisa Miles done a really good job with this mare. Um, she's always shown some really good consistency uh, early in her career, and. Uh, obviously, with the you know, with, under the, the the late care of the Lane family, and um, Lisa took over and got some really good results. Came back from the spell. She was first up at big odds and ran a great race. And yeah, look, she's just getting fitter. And um, you know, her, her performance last night was terrific to to get home and win. Uh, Love the runners, Golden Sunset, who made up really good ground from back in the field for Winita Breen. Glenn Gareth had a good trip just in behind the speed. Was close up. Normandy Bell was held up. Uh, over the concluding stages and certainly uh, showed uh, it wasn't far away, but I've noticed that it was actually scoped and found to sort of bleed in one nostril. So Normandy Bell uh, obviously got some uh, little issues at the moment, but we'll come back from it. And uh, Benji Hall was fifth uh, in that race. So went a mile rate of 2 minutes, 0. 0.7, 31, 30.9, 29 and 29.7. And I think that's the way Classy Spirit likes to race too, just those very even quarters and... 
know, well done to Lisa Moles in the way she's prepared this horse and, and to get it to win last night. Rob, race number four, uh, one of the shorties. Uh, hi, my name is Jeff Successful. Never going to get beat. They just walked and he had to win in the run at 26-9 final quarter. Pretty much sewed it up. But the, the second horse was terrific. Let's rock, let's roll. We know he produces a, a terrific turn of foot. And he, he looked like he might make it interesting in the home straight. But the winner simply had too good a run. Yeah, I think everyone just conceded uh, shortly after the start. Uh, Hi, my name is Jeff. Just found the lead, and it was just a procession after that. Uh, would you mind sat behind it? And as you mentioned, it was a really good run by Let's Rock, Let's Roll. But they went a lead time of 46 A's, uh, 31-4, 30.1. I mean, uh, nothing was ever going to run him down with those sectional times. Home in 28-7 and 26-9. I think the horse nearly fell asleep. But the, he, he's a good horse, isn't he? Uh, he's an art major out of the Better's Delight Mare. And obviously, uh, you know, he's, he's made some really big progressions in the last six months. And I think we'll see him continue on. Let's rock, let's roll. Very good effort uh, running on strongly from back in the field. Would you mind sat behind the leader, was close up. Rishi, uh, he's going okay. Look, he was uh, back on the pegs, couldn't really make ground. On no outlaw, tried to make something of the race and then cruised into sixth spot. But hi, my name is Jeff. He's a talented horse and he'll continue to be winning races for Russell and Nathan Jack. Rob, uh, we've had a look at races five, six, seven and eight. So in the ninth event... Um, this was an interesting race because it beats memories as she can do at times. She was she broke up and the score up made ground. But Captain Rival, who ran favourite, he galloped at the start, which pretty much ruined uh, his chances. And it was uh, Lockenvar Jag who'd had a dream run behind uh, repelling got the prize. Yeah, look, it was a great result for uh, Rodney Lakey. Uh, he's doing a terrific job uh, uh, taking over the training of some of these horses. And Lockenvar Jag did a fantastic job to win last night. He um, sat behind uh, Repellings, who led in the race. Uh, Beach Memories, uh, as you uh, mentioned, uh, got uh, got back in the field uh, after breaking the score up. And uh, they went a lead time of 44 1, 31.9, 30.4, 28, and 28.2, the final two quarters to return a mile round of 156.8. There was only half neck separating, and Lockenbard Jags, who sat behind. Uh, Repelling uh, was just able to sprint over the top of it with Greg Sugars in the sulky. Uh, Repelling, uh, good effort, uh, tried to lead all the way, but was just run down. Captain Rival was another one that made a bit of a mistake there at the start, which got crossed and uh, made up ground from back in the field, but was safely beaten. And then Rock and Dance and uh, Beach Memories back at the tail of the field, and they were the ones that didn't have the manners last night, but Lock and Bar Jake did. And well done to Rodney Lakey, you know, he was out of the. Uh, industry for quite a number of years. Uh, he's a very talented young driver, lost his passion, he's got back into the game and, you know, he's, uh, he's doing well, not only as a, as a driver but also as a trainer. So uh, well done to, uh, to, to Rodney and, and well done to the connections of Lock and Bar Jag. It was a great drive by Greg Sugars. Race uh, 10, this was a, a good race, a competitive race. And uh, it was a terrific result for the Ballarat and District Trotting Club because uh, the horse that they own, Yankee Gold, got up and, and got up at pretty good odds as well. $11, the official starting odds. Yeah, return a mile rate of 153.7. It was a seven-point lead time, 28.430, 27.8 and 28.3 home. And uh, Emmett and Richard Brosnan, as we know, outstanding horse people. And uh, I'm sure there would have been a lot of very happy people from the Ballarat and District Trotting Club uh, last night with that Yankee goal saluting Darby McGuigan, who's, you know, I think Darby's probably driving as good as I've ever seen him at the moment. He's, uh, he's got his uh, 
confidence up and, you know, he's working outside of uh, harness racing with another job, uh, you know, and, and he's, he's now trying to mix, uh, you know, I suppose having a full-time uh, employment and making sure he's got re- regular income and, and he's driving. And at the moment, I think he's driving as good as I've ever seen him. So well done to Derby and keep up the good work because he's, he's a great driver and hopefully he gets more opportunities moving forward. Loving the shirt, he's great run, Lance Justice, flying home late. Go dancing without wide in the third spot. Closed up the sport mental Duke of Dundee. And uh, the favourite, uh, yeah, Rocky Mustera was just uh, yeah, probably not at her best last night. But probably with those sectional times did make it pretty hard. But good on uh, Yankee Gold and, and everyone from the, uh, from the club in celebrating that victory last night. And the last was a claimer, but I, I love these high-end claimers. And, uh, well, Bernie Winkle, what a revelation this horse has been. He, he's nine years of age, but... He dominated harness racing at, at Mildura over the course of the last couple of years, but he'll bob up and win one here and there and, and at uh, Melton last night. It was a pretty good win. He was up without cover, a fair way out there to be run down, and he just fought off all challenges, Rob. Yeah, look, Ozzy Butler, as we know, uh, was able to go through and lead, and they went at 157.4 mile rate, 6.7, 27.8 for squad. He got up into the breeze, Bernie Winkle, in the 33.8. They went 30.2 down the back, so... You know, obviously, Alan Tommy, you might push the button too early to, to make the race for Sir Reddick and really control the tempo from the breeze. It was actually a very clever drive, and she just dashed up the straight, and, and he's got pretty good speed, as we know, Bernie Winkle, and in particular over the 1,700, he, he was in a position to maybe do a bit more work last night, and he got the job done. It was a great drive by Alan Tommy. Well done to her. Julie Douglas doing a fantastic job with her whole team of horses. Had another really successful night at Nelson last night. Sir Reddick. Ran on really nicely in the second spot, was close up. Aussie Butler battled off the third. Boy from Bondi, ample power, and also mighty flying out. None of them were far away. But Bernie Winkle, uh, as you said, he's, he's an old marvel, and he got the job done. And they completed a training double uh, for uh, Julie Douglas uh, last night. So an entertaining uh, harness racing action uh, evening at uh, Melton. Uh, the harness continues today at Cranbourne there, where you'll be there, Rob, the first events at 613 Yes, we'll be there tonight. Looking forward to uh, that meeting. Always love going to Cranbourne, and uh, we'll catch up with you uh, all later on tonight and on uh, behalf of our team. Happy harnessing, Dan. Have a great week, everyone.